Okay, and welcome. This is another coronavirus update. Uh, and uh, looking into Wednesday, the 25th is the date and, uh, of March. Um, I'm going to check the coronavirus tracker right now. To see what's happening. Okay, we'll see. Coronavirus cases the world over. 471,035. Deaths are 21,283. And those who have recovered are 114,218. Active cases, serious cases are 14,792 that are serious or critical. And then 320,742 are in mild condition. Oh, I guess that's... Total deaths, total deaths keeps rising, total cases keeps rising. Uh, in the United States, 247 people died today. China six. China China is actually new cases today was only sixty seven. So Italy. Well, we're the fastest growing problem, right? Because we've got like new cases are. 13,347. Uh, total cases in the USA is 68,203. Yeah, only six people died in China today. That's pretty good. But, uh, their total deaths was 3,287. Total deaths in Italy was 7,503. Um, Thousands of people dying from this horrible disease. Mm -hmm. It may be overly optimistic, but it seems like uh, some of the Hotter nations, Senegal, for example, has only 99 cases. Cambodia, 96. Ivory Coast has only, eight. Cameroon has only 75 cases. Yeah. 
Honduras, 52 cases. Nigeria, 51. It seems to be that hotter climates seem to be less affected, I think. Kenya is only like 22. Jamaica is only like 26. So... That is promising. I'm, I'm okay with that because uh, they're saying that the disease doesn't function as well or doesn't transmit as well under uh, hot weather. So Trump wants to get this over with by Easter. He wants his economy back. Uh, well, he can do that, and then, then he can. Uh, a lot of people are, are going to die as a result of that if he does that too soon. Um, but you know, Trump is a money guy. That's always money, money, money. Was always Donald Trump's uh, middle name. Uh, he was so proud of his economy, but. Uh, it's uh, it didn't pan out for him, did it? Well, you know that's that's the high cost of lack of respect for animal life, which also often equates to lack of respect for for human life, really. If you look at it, because I assure you, even with our national crisis of this contagion that we're facing here in the United States, look at the number again, but I can tell you right now that Yeah, on a usually two or three times as many people will die in a day of obesity in the United States as a result of um, obesity-related stuff, you know, heart disease and whatnot, which is also, which is also, I believe, generally animal, animal, uh, a result of animal consumption. Vegans having a much smaller obesity rate, but yeah, that that is, and also yeah, one of the one of the factors that will lead to a, a, a you know it will contribute to the problem if you get coronavirus. Yeah, a lot of people will live through this thing, but uh, if you have prior prior conditions. But, uh, the thing about that is Obesity and cardiovascular disease, which is generally associated, which is typically associated with obesity, is uh, 
Uh, well, you know, that's it will. Yeah. If you, if you got like cardiovascular disease and all kinds of obesity conditions, there's a good likelihood that coronavirus is going to be your last stop, unfortunately, which is, uh, I'm going to get the exact statement right on what Glenn Beck actually says, because I think it's sort of an insane statement. This is from Metro UK. This is, this is what the UK thinks about what's going on in the US. And I'm not under the impression that Europe is perfect. You know, I've actually lived in Europe and Canada, and a lot of American liberals will talk about how Europe and Canada are, are these, you know, utopias that, that they're in fact not if you've actually ever lived there but but that being said Glenn Beck says the age group most at risk of serious illness or death from COVID-19 should carry on as normal because a tanked economy would spell the end of America and life as we know it broadcasting from the safety of its home in Dallas on Tuesday the DJ the Blaze DJ said, I would rather have my children stay home and all of us who are over five, 50 go into work and keep this economy going and working. Even if we all get six, I would rather die than kill this country because it's not the economy that's dying. It's the country. Horrific. I don't, I would have to examine the context because at one point I was actually fairly right wing. I was involved with the American far right political. That's why my radio show was before this was uh, doing libertarian and right wing type stuff years ago. It's frustrating too, because I had a vast audience compared to the audience I have now. Uh, doing the right-wing radio and the libertarian radio. But, uh, well, what is what is growing fast for me? Oh, well, I was on Animal News Magazine. That is a big show, and they've been talking about having me back. And it was kind of a kick because, like, two weeks before they, or the week before I was on, Animal News Magazine had Peter Singer. So they've had Ingrid Newkirk and Peter Singer and all these big shots, and I was at the same, you know, on the same level of platform that Peter Singer has, you know, that, that was quite, quite an ego trip right there. And, uh, the other one that is true is that right now my, my, my Facebook page, the newer Facebook page that I have has, uh, over a thousand. Yeah. I, I keep, I'm spending all day now just typing in, hitting Facebook and putting, vegan friends on my page. And so from there, hopefully, hopefully from there I can expand and then 
promote the show on there and, and grab some audience. But yeah, I mean, it was much, much harder rubbing sticks together doing vegan stuff uh, on podcasts than it was doing the, uh, the right wing or libertarian stuff. That was like 2012, 2013, uh, that I was doing all that. And it's, it, yeah, my grandfather invented a famous gun. I think that had something to do with it, but there, there was a lot of that kind of activity on that platform, which was blog talk radio at the time. Um, which I don't think, which I don't think there is particularly now because I think in 2016 for a while, I was trying to get it moving again. Um, I didn't have my old co-host, Sean, uh, Sean Gruber, who took his own life that same year, uh, 2016. But, uh, yeah, even there is, is hard to get rubbing sticks together. But, yeah, it was like 2012, 2013. I had a decently large audience on, uh, among right-wing and libertarian types. Uh, it, it, is, it is frustrating to me that I don't still have that kind of platform anymore. And that the platform, well, it's unfortunate, though, that those episodes are not still available um, because I don't believe much of what I used to say. But there was a lot of great comedy between me and my comrade, uh, Sean, uh, that is no longer with me. And uh, it would have been nice to have record of that. But... Um, yeah, this gets a little bit sidetracked from coronavirus. But yeah, it, it was two people very close to me in the last couple of years. 2016, I lost Sean. Uh, his obesity contributed to that. Uh, he, he took his own life. He was alcoholic and uh, an obese. And uh, he got very into some, some very... Uh, militant and very angry statements about law enforcement specifically and then that started to get him investigated by law enforcement and he sort of cracked on that that pressure but the thing about it was uh i think his obesity and certainly his alcoholism also contributes to that and then the private investigator that i used to work with that i did a bunch of stuff for under his license a guy by the name of jan b tucker uh, he died, you know, he was in his 60s, so he, he didn't die young, young, like Sean did, but he also passed away. That was all problems related to his, his obesity, uh, died of a heart attack, but he had numerous, numerous problems with his spine and everything like that. He, he was actually dying and wouldn't, wasn't telling us, uh, you know, people that he knew that were in his life, he, he wasn't hiding the extent to which he was very, very sick for a while. So, and both of those, I would say, could have been prevented by um, uh, well, you know, I lost 80 pounds uh, when, I, when I became plant-based. So, no, the vegan way is the best way. 
You know, we wouldn't be in this mess. The disease was contracted by a bat. And it's now sweeping the world and killing quite a few people, making countless others very, very sick and destroying the U.S. economy and destabilizing our political system because who knows what's going to go down with Trump and all that. So, but that all resulted from consumption of a bat uh, and uh, wild animals in the Wuhan market being treated horrifically, you know, in cages, in, the, in their own excrement, in their own conditions. So that being what that was and people dying as a result of it, you know, And I don't know that the same thing could not have happened or something quite similar could not have happened in the United States with the conditions of factory farming, which are quite vile and, and quite you know, fecal matter and uh, everything else that uh, goes down with that. So... Yeah, I don't know that those would not be equally breeding grounds for uh, diseases and, and viruses and that might mutate. It's... As horrific as all the conditions are for... Uh, for animal for animals under those conditions, um, as well as all that is, there are still people that think. Well, they they say, well, you know, I I uh, I need I need my protein. I need I need animal byproduct to survive. I need my cheese. I need my meat. Not only is it not necessary, you know, that's, uh, that's obesity, that's zoonotic diseases, uh, salmonella in chicken, all sorts of things, all sorts of nasty things that can happen to your body, diabetes, right? I believe it was Slovakia where they just had a study recently where 84 people were, or 84% of the people were able to reverse their diabetes through plant-based diet. I was able to get pre-diabetes and get rid of that one. So for that reason, you know, people that, uh, people say they need animal byproducts, say, hey, look, you're diabetic, you don't have a leg to stand on, and if you don't go plant-based, pretty soon that's going to be literal. Because that's the unfortunate truth. The animals suffer for no good reason. Why did a bat have to be eaten? You know, so that thousands could die? I mean, forgetting that the bat had done nothing to anyone. It was simply a creature of God's earth that if you believe in such things. But yeah, but let's say, let's say there was a guy. It was just like a creature of God's earth, right? Minding its own business, flying around. And somebody trapped it and, and tortured it, kidnapped it, and 
served it as food, uh, uh, you know, as a delicacy. And uh, that delicacy, because they did not know the fire they were playing with, led to the death of thousands. Uh, every, all of it could have been prevented if they simply ate a simple plant-based diet. So that being as it is, the sickness and the death in our society as it exists is See, I want, I want to go back to doing what I was doing with Adrian Kramer on this show where we're talking about animal sanctuaries and uh, talking about good, good places to eat around town, um, you know, good restaurants. Life was high within the vegan community in Las Vegas. It was, the vegan community was growing. There were like 30 vegan restaurants that were open. It was events all the time, you know, lectures and all that. And, uh, and uh, it, it was good. It was good life. You know, I was dating somebody new from the vegan community. And uh, it, was, it was high times. Uh, it really was, um, and then unfortunately, this this whole thing that happened, you know, put a put a quite a damper on that. But uh, but you can't pin that on any vegan doing anything wrong because it was contracted from a bat. It was the result of carnism. Carnism is now the greatest threat to the world. There can be no question of it to the world's economy, to the world's health right now. Carnism is the greatest threat because that incident with the bat was the result of carnism. And uh, uh, the coronavirus pandemic is the result of the incident with the bat. So you can, you can, you want to place your finger at somebody, just place it on carnism the practice of consuming animal byproduct. So very stressful to deal with. Very, very stressful for everyone. Because it's the two things that I stress out about, and I think they're the two most stressful things to deal with, really, are health and money. And depending on how what your relationship is like or your family, that, that could be like three and four. But, but really, health and money are probably the two most stressful things to have to deal with, I would say. And this is a catastrophe that's a health catastrophe that also is, a, a, coincidentally, a money catastrophe. Uh, or, and uh, no end in sight, really. They, they've passed this, trillion, you know, this multi-trillion dollar stimulus package there's some hope there, but and and all and through it all, you know, they've they've not really. Uh, they've not really emphasized 
in the media where this came from, that this is, this is something that could have been avoided through vegan diet. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a good chunk of the world is going to keep on eating their ham sandwich, right. As this crap continues, you know, as, as though nothing had happened, uh, as, as though, as though they still could somehow maintain the illusion that eating animals is safe, which is an illusion I've been free of for, for some about three years. No, it was about three years ago that I became a vegan. It was about that. I had a medical crisis about six years ago and I was using DASH diet, dietary action to stop hypertension for a while. That works all right, but there's still, it didn't make sense to me because 60% of people with hypertension also have high cholesterol something like that. And I, I had high cholesterol and I was like, how, why would you treat hypertension by adding more cholesterol into your diet? Cause there's no cholesterol in plant matter. So, I mean, cholesterol, diet, blood cholesterol is a function, both of saturated fat and, uh, dietary, dietary cholesterol. And there's other factors like smoking will increase your cholesterol, but um, really, yeah, I guess if you were a vegan and you had a very high saturated fat, but that would be, t you'd almost have to go out of your way to do that. You'd really have to be a lot of protein. Okay, so I think I might leave this one at 25. I have an important phone call to make or two. I've got uh, my, my significant other is telling me to call them. So um, I guess I'm going to save this episode and post it. Okay. All right. Well, that's, 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 that's the, that's the update from quarantine from today.